1: Hi, y'all. It's Angela. I'm back for another episode of Business Unveiled. And today I'm so excited for our guests because we're going to talk about some things that most of us probably hate doing. At least I know that I do. And it's especially difficult for women. Don't know why. Maybe it's the past or the history. But not only do we not like to do it, we don't like to talk about it. And so we're going to really dive in and hopefully after you listen to this, you will have a little bit more confidence to walk away and see things a little bit differently, but we're going to have a lot of fun. So
2: Finca, welcome to the show today. Thank you, Angela. I am so excited to be here with you and have this conversation. Very excited.
1: Awesome. Me too. We're going to talk about framework and sales, but before we Mm -hmm. jump into that, can you share with anybody that's listening or watching a little bit about your background and how have you fallen into the expert that you are now? And then we're going to talk about your book too
2: okay, perfect. uh so i have uh spent two and a half i don't even want to say it because then it i'm gonna say ages me, but maybe it gives me more wisdom. i spent two and a half yes. decades in financial services all of either you know selling myself, leading sales teams, in sales strategy, sales coaching um anything about selling, i was involved in that. and uh, when i started my business uh back in 2015, It was interesting how going from selling other people's stuff to selling your stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, It was like I got amnesia and I forgot everything that I learned about, you know, how to show up and be authentic, build meaningful relationships and connections and helping people from the goodness of your heart because they've got problems and you've got ways to solve them. But when I started my business, I forgot all about that. And it was A beautiful experience. It was hard, but looking back now, it was a really great experience for me to kind of forget and then remember. And that was the impetus of Sell From Love, which we'll talk about, that uh, I started writing in 2019. So yeah, I had a, a little bit of a roller coaster up and down ride. I think there's something that happens when we start selling our stuff. We start making it mean, to mean something about us and we make a personal connection and have a relationship with this thing that we're selling, especially when it's services that we've made or uh, products that we've created. There's a, an internal investment we have in that solution that connection and that relationship is what I, what I will say triggers selling from fear. And that Angela is what you were talking about. Why does it feel uncomfortable? Why do we feel, you know, um, it feels icky or unethical or out of integrity, or doesn't feel good because we're selling from fear. But when we remember that we are not selling stuff To people who don't need the stuff we're selling. And we really come back and connect with like, ah, you've got this special gift to bring. You've got this, I call it your brilliant difference. You bring more of that and that there are people out there who are struggling with things that you know how they can solve and get that thing that they're wanting to. All of a sudden, you know, there's this, um, like, I'm going to say like the, this, the clouds open up, the sun shines through, and it's like, it was here all along and I didn't see it. Yep.
1: How did you, how long did it take you to realize what am I doing? Like, I know this stuff and it just all kind of went away. And then I know you put like this awesome framework together, like how long did it take you to get there where you're like, okay, there has, there has to be a process and a framework to everything we do, or it just doesn't work, or it's not scalable, or you can't track it. And then it's just not smart. It's not a smart goal, all that stuff. How long did it take you?
2: I'm going to say it, it's, it's, it's interesting because it was something that I've always known and innately had but it's not until I stopped and felt the pain of forgetting it. So that was when I when I started my business um, and looked back that I'm like, oh, let me just try what I've always done. And it, it was interesting. I had to actually go back and say, okay, remember what it was like when you were a financial advisor and you were selling mutual funds and investment products or mortgages or commercial lines of credit. I didn't make a connection to that thing. Like it wasn't me. It was a product that I sold mm-hmm. and I had to remember that. And I'm going to say it. it's, and this is going to be, you know, something you want to hear and something you don't want to hear. So I'm going to, it's kind of a bit of both. It yeah. is something that doesn't go away. So that notion of, I got the framework. I figured it out. You know, there are three principles to selling from love principle. Number one, love yourself principle. Number two, love your client principle. Number three, love your offer. So when we can do those three things, we come from this place of love and that's where fear can't sabotage us and fear doesn't, you know, and, and all of a sudden it becomes easier. And we're more confident, to put ourselves out there. Um, and it's not like um, we shift Like now I'm always selling from love. Hell no, I wish it was. (laughs) I wish it was, but there are days and there are moments that I too forget and I too get amnesia. But what I have now is my framework. It's something I come back to and say, okay, Finca, all right, where did you get out of alignment? All right, you know what? You haven't been doing self-care and self-love practices over the last 2 weeks because you've inundated your schedule and you've overwhelmed yourself. No kidding you're out of alignment and you're you're frantic and you're fear-based. And so what had it's provided for me is that I get to remember a whole lot sooner especially when I forget. But that up and down I'll say, you know, from 2015 to starting my business to 2019 writing the book it was that up and down what was amazing for me and really was a gift was in 2020 i was in the stages of editing and getting it to the final production to get it published in the fall of 2020 and i was like remember march 2020 that's when the pandemic uh-huh. hit uh-huh. and right and everything shut down what was amazing and it was such a beautiful gift in that moment for me was i was in the editing process of selling from love and I had two weeks in June where I felt knee deep in fear where like, oh my God, this pandemic is shutting stuff down. Uh, And work is never going to come. My business is going to collapse. And I was two weeks frantic. My husband was even like, what's wrong with you? Like you are like all over the place. You're grasping, you're like, you you can, you know, that frenetic pace and feeling that we have, right? I gotta, I gotta have to, should do all this stuff. And he's like, chill out. And then uh-huh. I sat back and I'm like, all right, what are you teaching woman? You're teaching sell, live, and lead from a place of love. And you are so not that right now. Yeah. And I went and I re-anchored myself in, in selling from love, love myself, love the people I'm here to serve from that genuine place of generosity and caring and love the thing that I'm selling. What am I building here that I know is going to help people? And I had the best year ever yeah. in 2020 I had the best then on top of that 2021 the same thing and I'm in like we know what's happening in the world today it's 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 challenging as you know yeah. uh, Angela and I were just talking about gas prices <laughs> we were just, yeah. I just I just got a pickup truck I got, got a like, new car <laughs> I got a new car she's like did you get um did you you electric. know did you get electric and I did it because of gas prices but The thing is, what I wanted to say with that is there will always be external fear factors that will affect, that are out there in our environment. You know, there are some universal ones that we're all experiencing right now, but even individually, we'll all have different ones. So we can't control that on the outside, but what we can control is how we show up on the inside for ourselves, in our relationships, in our businesses. And, and that's the, the locus of control. Like where do we step back into And that's what I know self from love does for me, for my clients, but I know we can offer for others that when we get frenetic we get back in that fear space, come back, get anchored, get aligned, focus on you, that brilliant difference you bring, take care of your beautiful body, your beautiful mind and your spirit and your soul. um, Use that to get shit done, as you say, Um, (laughs) right? Yes, G-S-D. Exactly. And then, and then, you know, who's waiting for our GSD is our clients and the work that you're here to do. And so that's where the externalization of that starts happening.
1: It's so important. And I want to go back. Just, I love that you're real. You're like, this is the title of my book, but sometimes you sabotage yourself and get out of your own fucking way. Like, come on. But it's, it's real life. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I never really knew what things were called sometimes. And then I'll be listening to a podcast or doing a podcast. I'm like, Oh shit, that's what that means. (laughs) So, but when you talk about love and then talking about loving what you do and loving your business and loving your clients and for people that, and, and I come in contact with people a lot more now because I'm starting to pay attention differently, but they've never really experienced love. Like they, they have a business and they have a good idea and they're amazing at, you know, whatever their thing is, but they've never really experienced love because they had a bad childhood and they didn't have the best leadership or parents or, you know, we, a lot of kids, they come from broken homes these days, um, or they were in an abusive relationship or a partnership. And so there's so many broken and we're all broken about something, some of us though, like I know with me, you know, it's like a temporary sadness, you know, when my dog got sick or my dad got sick or something, it's a sadness, but I also remember everything happens for a reason. And even though it sucks at the moment, and I may cry it out for a little bit or, or let it bother me for a short period. But the thing is, is learn from it, get up, move on. It makes you stronger. But do you see a correlation between people? And I don't even know if you go that deep with your clients where it's like, Talk to me about what do you really love? Like, what is your experience with love? And do you teach them how to be capable of loving themselves, their jobs, their, their business, their clients? I feel like it's just, in my experience, it's, it's harder to bring people through the door of really understanding what love means. Cause it means different things to different people. So I'd love for you to elaborate
2: that on that a little bit more. I, I'm going to say no pun intended, but I love that we get to go deep. Yes. (laughs) Right. Um, so love, you know, often we can relate it to a feeling or an emotion that is, is positive. It feels good. It's in like, and so there's this positive enriching or enlightening feeling that we get with it. Love doesn't mean, always mean that it's going to be easy. It can be sadness, it's embracing what is and what we are and who we are in this moment, whether it is um, hard or easy, It, it doesn't have a choice. And so I think there's like this sense that love is about being present with what is and finding the 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 gift in it no matter what it is. And and some days we don't see the gift and some days it's not about finding like there is a goodness in it. It's the goodness, not the gift, the goodness that is in it and using that goodness to, to serve, to help, and to, to have our own life experience that we're here to have, you know, um, the things that, you know, I came from, you know, um, you know, parents that didn't work well together. I came from broken home. I came from financial dysfunctional upbringing. Like I've had those challenges, those hardships. And when I found the love within that hardship is what helped me become who I am becoming. And so the easy street isn't always the best street. I often find that the challenges are the things that help us build character. And that character is actually what gets us connected to what love really is. Um, it's not an emotional experience; it's a, a way of being in the, in the world. I, you say it's so awesome, like so.
1: <laughs> I mean, this is why you're an expert at, at what you are, and and in the book, and like, I just I think that having a framework around it is awesome, but you really have to go deeper and even if you give people the framework and then some people are not able to follow it because they don't know what they don't know. Mm -hmm. So I just know that in my experience when I've done that and I'm like, here's the template, just follow it. And then they're like, I don't, I don't, what do you mean? Like they don't, they truly don't understand. And so taking a step back and doing that is, is like more important as a foundation before you can actually move forward to Putting things inside of the framework.
2: Absolutely. So, So like, I don't know if this is gonna be kind of an example. Um, so like love is an energy. Let's let's call it that. Love is an energy and fear is an energy. Yes. And so um, and I'll give you an example this week. Um, I've I've over the last, you know, 10 days, I've had a lot of things going on in my world. And I had a call with my coach yesterday morning. And we were talking through my, my shit <laughs> yep. and I'm like, I'm concerned. I'm concerned that I put so much on my plate. I have all this wonderful, like selling from love energy showing up like this week. I had my biggest closing. I'm putting in quotations of sales uh, this week. It's been awesome. Like I just did a really good one this morning. Um, it's been awesome. Um, and somehow, I don't know I don't know if you're into horoscopes and stuff, but I follow oh, this. Oh, it's my I, life. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> There's this, there's, there are those two twins. Have you come across the Astro twins? No. Oh, check them so out. They're that. so awesome. The Astro twins. So anyways, this week they said for me as an Aquarius, um, I'm going to be coming into like money just flowing in and man, is it ever like, I mean, ever. So I was like, even telling my husband, I'm like, even my horoscope said I'm getting money this week. And look at it I come it. true. Anyway. Um, where was I, I going that. with this? Oh, so <laughs> Like what was the, the point energy. of the story? Like love is energy. love and fear. Okay, yes. so I start talking to her about, um, and this is I'm going to come back to the template thing you said. Yeah, um, and so I said I've got all these things, and my concern is all these wonderful things are happening, and if I don't Damn. create. T- time. Yeah. if yeah, I don't create time, time to take care of myself, yep. do my walks, all those things, my concern is inadvertently I'm going to start selling from fear mm-hmm. because I'm not honoring p- pillar number one, love yourself. Mm-hmm. And then as we started talking, there was this thing that I said, uh, I got this thing, but I don't want to talk about this thing today. We're going to save that for another coaching session because we're going to talk about this thing that I'm talking about right now. Like, how do I become like manage my time better. So I don't, I have self-care time. Mm-hmm. And somehow we went back on that thing that I didn't want to talk about. I even whispered it. And I go, I don't want to talk about this. Like I even during the coaching call, I didn't want to talk about it. And so she says to me, so we start talking about it and it was the energetic thing that this thing was bringing that was actually occupying the time. So it was an other relate. So it's a relationship that I need to deal with have a, I'm putting quotations, difficult conversation Mm -hmm. that I'm like, it's not, that's not the problem. Actually, that is the problem. I actually dreamt of this person last night. This is the noise that is taking up space, no matter how busy I am, that will actually move me closer to fear than love because it's an unaddressed issue. So now I'm going to go back to the template. So, (laughs) so how does this all connect? Because yep. sometimes we have a template, or we have a framework, or we have a process, and it's like it's so perfectly written out there, but we don't. Why, why aren't we getting it done? And like we blame ourselves, and there's something. But maybe there's another energetic thing that's blocking us from executing against on that template that we not we have yet acknowledged, and it's holding us back from doing it. And so then we blame ourselves, or I don't have enough time. Actually, there's something that is taking up time that you're not acknowledging that is keeping you away from doing the work to GSD.
1: Yes. Yes. It's so well, and not only that, nobody. A, a lot of people, they don't want to go back and like deal with the shit. I mean, come mm-hmm. on, let's be honest, but it's so important to address it and to work through a lot of this is um, people make shit up in their head because of their previous experiences which is holding them back, and they are getting in their way because of a limiting belief, because of their mom told them something. You know, I don't know some of the things. I'm part of a all women co working space that these people tell me, and I, in my head, I'm just like, "Holy shit!" Like, I am so sorry, but that's not what they want to hear. They're they want to hear like, "Okay, you know that past experience." I want to learn from that. And then how can I be better and move forward and make sure that it doesn't happen to other people and to stand up for what you believe in kind of thing. And I think that that right there gives people the self-confidence to then have the capacity and the space to bring something into their world that's new, like a framework. And And again, what you put out, you know, this is what is going to come back. So if you're constantly going with fear and not following passion, it's not a good light to be in, I would say. Mm -hmm. And so how do you get your, your clients to be more, um, just like in alignment with that. And, and I've also found that some people, they, when you ask them, what are your morals? What are your values? What are your top three goals, personal, professional, whatever. a lot of people they don't know, no. they don't know what they want, and they need to go away and, and deeply think about it. I I had to, I'm like no one's ever asked me how many things we want to do a year or how many trips where do I want to spend. And when you start to really think about those things, and I mean anybody listening or watching, like I would challenge you if you haven't done that, like take the time, put it on your calendar to GSD for yourself, like you know showing up for all these other people, but is there something that we can do to make sure that we are aligning, you know, with the positivity and with the love? And I love that you said your horoscope because I'm like, I don't read it every day. I don't look every day. No,
2: well, but- Astro Twin is perfect because they send you a weekly and you read the week and you kind of have a sense like wow. So Sunday night, I usually read it and I have a sense of what the week might hold. And there you go. Um, But it helps. It it definitely helps. It gives you, it gives you some wisdom to lean on in the event that something doesn't go as planned. It's like, all right, you know, or something to hang your hat on to be aware of. It's just guidance. It's, and again, it's nothing that's carved in stone, but they're just words of wisdom that you can use. And if it's something that's coming from a place of that you, you can trust and it feels good to you, then go with it. Right. Yes. Um, I mean, so, so two things. So the first thing is, um, I want to also call out that um, we can't we will not, and cannot, I'm gonna say I don't I think we cannot but I can say will not always live and sell and show up from this place of love. There, there's a, um, uh, we live in a very um, dynamic world, you in order to know love, we need to know what fear is. That's what makes love feel so good. Um, in order to feel success, you need the challenge and understand, like to be at the bottom of the mountain in order to understand the top of the mountain. If we always sat sort of the top of the mountain, we'd be on a, it'd be a plane. It'd be a, 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 flat Valley. Eventually you wouldn't know the contrast. So we need the contrast. We can still, um, uh, show up from a place of fear. So I could still sell from fear, but do it with love And what I mean by that is I could still be scared to death to present this proposal to you, Angela, to invite you to work with me, to tell you I've got this amazing offer that I know is going to help you. And at the Inside of me, I am shivering and quivering and scared to death of how you're going to perceive me, if you're going to say yes or no, if you're going to think it's too expensive, or you're going to think it's too cheap, whatever it is that I'm making up. like What we have to do is if we don't put the offer out there, so if I don't invite Angela, that fear wins. How we yeah. do it with love is you feel the fear. Uh, Susan Jeffers has this beautiful book called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. You feel the fear, but you show up saying, no matter what happens, I'm going to love myself. I'm going to love this person that I'm presenting this to, and I'm going to love the impact. So this like, a deep intention of feeling, you know, no matter what happens, you're, you're going to be compassionate and kind to yourself as a result fear wins when we don't do our work. Fear wins when we don't get our shit done. Fear wins when we don't put the offer out there. And so you can still be afraid and you can do it with love.
1: Yeah. And also too, if I've just noticed, like, if I don't feel the feeling of you know, they say like, go with your gut, but when you're young and you just say yes to everything, because you are scared, you know, it's like, I don't know what I want. And so people ask me, they're like, well, how did you get to a point to where you knew like you need to track your time and you need to just say no and turn down. But I had to say exactly what you just said. You have to feel the the right kind of fear or, or you have to be told no a certain amount of times before it's gonna like hit you and be like, oh, well, this is what I need to be doing or this is what I need to be do, doing more of and less of this because it's not coming from a place of love. And if I don't love doing it, and i'm just doing it for the money that's it doesn't feel good and it does mm-hmm. feel icky and it feels not that it's not going to help people and not that it's not good stuff but it's just like if it's not rewarding and there's not love in it it just it makes me miserable having to yeah. do something that i don't love doing and i'm just assuming a lot of other people feel that way but tell us a little bit more about the book so y'all will put the links on like where to get it. And I was on your website last night looking around and I know that you have, which I love this because I love assessments and I love psychology and I love like all the horoscope star moon shit. but I was on your site and it said, take the selling blind spots assessment. And so if, is that a good place to start before, like to learn a little bit about yourself before diving into the book or Can people go to the book and also get out of that? Like, these are my blind spots and this is what I need to learn the takeaway from the book, really.
2: Mm -hmm. So, yeah, definitely taking the um, blind spots assessment. So the test will identify. So there are those three components. Do you love yourself? Do you love your client? And do you live your offer and where your specific gap lies? So is it in all three areas? Do you have to just work more on your client and your offer? Um, Is it more on yourself? Where is it? In my research, and so from the hundreds of people that have completed the self-love blind spot assessment, um, we have a tendency to honor pillar number two, love your client, hands down. We love our clients. We love the people we're here to serve where our biggest opportunities lie usually is in loving ourselves more. And so that sense of, um, understanding how you add a unique and distinct offer, what your brilliant difference is, uh, caring for yourself and having that self-kindness and compassion, your ability to be, um, Resilient in moments when you get outside your comfort zone. So that's sort of what encompasses the selling from love, love yourself piece. That's the opportunity. And the last one is the biggest opportunity. It is the loving your offer pillar and that one where, where the biggest opportunity lies is putting out offers. And so, Angela, if I can encourage you as you do through your work with your clients at Productivity on creating systems that help people be more consistent in putting out offers. 86% of the people that have completed the self From Love assessment do not consistently go out there putting out offers that's crazy. Isn't that crazy? So this is why. So then you're like, you're like, well, of course you're not going to have results if you're not putting out offers. 86%. Of people are not consistently going out there communicating about their offers. And so it's like, yeah, you know, there's that, that saying, like, build it and they will come. No, no, build it and you've got to get on top of the roof and scream it, put a neon sign, uh, you know, put uh, like people, those airplane people, whatever the traffic guards out there, and yes. then they might notice, <laughs> then they might yes. notice you in the midst of all the noise to say, Hey, what's that about? And, and, and so we're, you know, so many people are so afraid of, am I following up too much? Am I, you know, posting too often? No, you're not doing it enough. You are not doing enough. They, they, as soon as they see it, they might not even seen it when it flashed for that moment while they scrolled on their Instagram feed, you've got to do it more. And that's, that's, what's going to work. You've just got to present it more often and that's going to shift the likelihood. So that's a great place to start the self-love assessment. And then if you're like, oh, this is really great, I want to learn how to implement and do more of these things, then the book's the next great place. So the book, uh, it goes through all three pillars. It's a very practical book. So I give you exactly what you need to do, um, some tools, and then with the book, um, there's a link in there that also gets you to download a workbook. So that way you can actually do a work with it um, alongside love the it. book. That's it. I love it. And it's, it's
1: so true. Like, I mean, I'm just sitting here laughing at myself, like listening to you. Cause some of the things it's like, yep, I don't do that. Yep. I do do that. I've gotten better, you know, at certain things, but that's a lot of like 86%. I would probably fall in that 86% because we, we put things together. Usually because there's a need, like a client or a new client says like, Hey, I need to learn how to do that. Like when the pandemic started all of a sudden people had all this time to write a book, Mm -hmm. to produce podcasts, to learn and have the space in their head. Okay. I know I need, we have all this content, but they don't know what to do with it. Or they don't have a, they think they don't have enough. So they don't want to start. It's really simple. Pick the three things that you want to bring in and rotate them throughout. But also when you show that you're a real person, real life, none of us are perfect people respond to that. But when it's just like sell, 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 no, people don't, at least in my world, they don't really respond to that. But if I'm telling stories or if I'm, you know, my whole thing is like, who are you talking to? give a nugget, like educate somebody on something. And usually you can do that by telling the story. And oftentimes I'm talking about myself. And I mean, I flat out tell people, I make fun of myself. I'm like, well, I made a bad decision today. It wasn't bad. It was stupid, but I didn't know it was stupid. But now I know it's stupid. We're never doing that again. Um, but I've <laughs> been I'm the there, first...
2: done that. And we'll probably continue to do
1: that. <laughs> Always, Of right? course. I mean, that's just how life is. Yesterday I was coaching a girl and she's like, how many years did it take you to like wake up and realize like, this is not a good idea. Like I should, and I'm like, Oh, that shit still happens. (laughs) Like, you're never going to get rid of that. And she's like, thank you for being real about it. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, again, we, we make up things in our head, either to sabotage and hold ourselves back or because we're scared, because we don't want to put it out there. But what I've learned is that okay, if we're gonna do a workshop or launch a program, it needs to go on, I mean, simple stuff. It needs to go on the website. There needs to be a social strategy for it. Probably need social headers. We probably need 90 days worth of content to talk about it if it's gonna be a workshop, you know, in the next two or three months. But where people where I see a lot of people, and I I was guilty of this too, and I still cause confusion, people look at my reels they're like do you just dance all over the world and that's all you do now and I'm like I do do that but I'm there speaking on productivity and time blocking and then we also have fun with it too but it is amazing to me that what you put out and people are kind of paying attention but you can say the same thing over and over and they still don't always get it but the reason you say it over and over is because you're gonna hit them on that day at the right date, at the right time, that they need you. And so that's why you have a consistent message and you show up consistently. And I feel like a broken record. I've been there. It and I'm like, I've already said this like 50 million times. We have to keep saying
2: it. You do, you do, because your 50 millionth is their first time hearing it. Right. Right. Yeah. I always just go back to Adele. Like Adele sings her songs to us and she's still with the same energy and passion and just oh connection to the words and the emotion she creates. If she's done it like millions of times. And so that's the way we need to show up, like show up, like Adele shows up for hello every single time. Like it's the first time you are singing it, you are saying it because that's the first time, or even the 10th time they're receiving it, or they've heard it 17 times or a hundred times, but they just love it so much. I'm not changing the radio station. I want to hear hello again. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think there's this, um, it's not about us. And I think, and I believe firmly believe like even with workshops, I tell all my clients as they work through workshops, you need to deliver it seven times before it is actually the workshop. Because that's the amount of times you have to work out the kinks, figure out the right exercises, figure out the right flow, um, seven times. And by the seventh time you're like, I'm done with this. I do not want to ever teach it ever again, yet that is the best time to start teaching it because it is at the best it will be. And that's when you start scaling it and pacifying it pacifying is probably not the right word but putting it as a yeah. passive income sort but like yeah. that's when you can start doing that don't start it with the first version the second the third literally you've got to get it to the seventh version and that's when it becomes this thing of all right how do we scale this baby and how do we make this work so it can it can affect and ch- transform more people um but often what happens the consistency fails because fear gets in our way mm-hmm. i delivered it once I had three people sign up or no one said yes, that immediate, or no one was as excited as I was when I was presenting it, or no one hit like on that social post. And then we off to the next shiny object we go. And it's like, there's a reason you got planted with that idea, that project, that product, that service, like trust your gut and keep going. Don't give up and keep building on it. And so much so that you are sick and tired of hearing yourself talking about it. That's when you can sell from love. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's so true. Mm -hmm. It's so true. I know that like some of the stuff we do, like, it's not sexy, like time blocking and be more productive, especially if you don't like what you're doing. Um, it's not sexy. And there's only so many times that you can like talk about it, but it's, the right time for someone to hear it because they're ready because they're Mm -hmm. feeling that pain and that fear of, Oh shit, if I don't do something about this, like things are going to fall through the cracks or I'm going to forget to pick up a child or, you know, it's like you've got to take the time to organize your, your life and your time. And how do you want to spend it? So,
2: See what you just said there, Angela, like it's, it's not about how interesting or exciting you as the provider of that service finds this service. It's actually about the person who on the other end is pulling out their head, hair, not their head, hopefully not their head, (laughs) hopefully not their hair either, but metaphorically pulling out their hair, (laughs) pulling out their hair, freaking out, um, you know, I just thought of something and I'm not going to say it because it's just not awful. <laughs> so I'm like <laughs> yesterday. So I'm going to just actually say it because they put this. So I just picked up my Ford Ranger. I love it. Yay. And when I shut it off yesterday, there was uh-huh. this, um, it was like a, an alert and it said, please check that all passengers have been taken out of the vehicle and it showed the back seat with a oh, car seat awesome. with a car seat. Right. But you but so let's go back to the busy thing because we get so busy and so yeah. time that we forget all the important things, let alone all the those kinds of important things that bad yeah. things have happened. And that's why they put the warning on. So that's why I didn't want to say it because it was just so oh so oh, Yeah, but it's real life. And but it's real happened. life. Exactly. Yes. And so so those are the things that when we get so bored of I don't want to talk about this, that's what you're saving people from. Mm-hmm. You're saving people from hurting themselves, whether it's not focusing on their priorities and the things that are important to them, um, but now they've lived, you know, 10 years of their life and they're looking back and saying, God, I've been on everyone else's hamster wheel, but my own, cause they didn't figure yep. out what they wanted and what their personal professional and life goals are. Um, we got to do that work. We got, we got to stand up for them when they are too busy to notice that they are, their life is, is, you know, rippling away.
1: And if, and no one's going to take control for you, Mm -hmm. like you have to want to do it yourself. That's right. No, one's going to do it for you. No, no, one's going to complete you. You have to love yourself first. And that's, I mean, to me, that's the message. That is the message. Love the message. And if you don't love yourself, why, and what are you going to do about it? Mm -hmm. Because teaching people like even how to use their iPhone for content creation And the people that come to workshops and then listening to some of the negative things they're saying out loud about themselves or they need to lose weight or they don't like their skin. I'm like, okay, well, what are you doing about it? And most people just say to them, oh, you look great. And I'm like, no, you, my opinion, your opinion is two different things. And clearly you don't like something about you. So what are you going to do about it? You, not anybody else. Because if you don't like something, then you're like, you just said, you're just holding yourself back from helping other people. And it's not about you. It's about what you can share with others and how you can, can help them. So I completely agree. I could talk your ear off all day, but (laughs) I mean, this is awesome. As we wrap up though, where is the best place for people to connect with you?
2: Oh, so you can connect with me, come and visit me at the sell from website and just kind of take the test float around. And there's uh, the self from love podcast. So you can also listen in uh, where we give you golden nuggets on how to show up in this way. And uh, you can also find me on LinkedIn and Instagram. So um, we'll pass all those details to Angela and she can share them. I'm guessing on your, on your show notes and on the webpage yes. uh, so people can connect.
1: Yes. Amanda will put all the links in the show notes. And I'm over here like typing out, like taking notes. I'm like, I mean, the biggest thing is just um, understanding the energy between love and fear and where are you going to channel your energy and channeling it more towards love than letting fear take over and then not tell people about it.
2: Don't do that. You got it. You Don't got do it. That. You got Thank it. you so much for your time. This is awesome. You're welcome. Thanks, Angela, for having me.
1: Of course, and if you're listening or watching, thank you so much for your time. Have a GSD day, and I'll see you next week on another episode of Business Unveiled. Bye, y'all.
0: That's it for this week's episode of Business Unveiled. Now that you have all the tools that you need to conquer the world and GSD, get shit done, would you share this with your friends and fellow business leaders? One thing that would really, really help us and help new listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a comment in Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in and listen to Business Unveiled. You can check out the show notes at angelaprofit.com slash podcast and link up with us on social media so you can share your biggest insights and I wanna know your aha moments. Until next week, remember...